Nats and O's Thirsty Thursday continues now with the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show. Presented by Nebraska Furniture Mart in Clive. Here's your host, Jared Stansberry. All right, what's going on? Welcome to Cyclone Fanatic Radio here on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. My name is Chris Williams, joined by Jared Stansberry, who is generally the host of this program. Thought we'd go in a little different direction today. As, of course, we have Iowa State-Texas coming up on Saturday. But we also want to talk some basketball, as it was Basketball Media Day earlier this week in Ames. And a very similar type of season coming up for Iowa State. We'll talk about that. want to thank our sponsors at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive. Coming up in segment number two, Tim Mullen from Nebraska Furniture Mart and Brent Bloom will join me. We will make our picks for the upcoming college football weekend of course we'll do some Iowa State I just feel real quick Jared isn't this a game where you know everybody's pissed about the offense and rightfully so yeah doesn't Campbell just sit on the ball and just try and make this game as short as possible or is the defense too gassed like you know what I'm saying like there's a few variables but I feel like that this is like if you like what if you hate watching Iowa like I kind of feel like that's the direction this weekend might go yeah, and I think the only problem with that is is how well are they going to be able to run the football. You know, if they can't run the football, it makes it a lot harder to be able no to sit, sit on and, the ball. And they haven't been able to run the football against anybody in a month. Mm-hmm. No, no. And I think that, you know, that would be the smart play. Is that going to be the way that, that things play out? I don't know. I, that sounds almost like a recipe for Iowa State to not score very many points just based on the way that they've been playing over the last several weeks. But I think that, you know, Anytime you can keep the ball out of the hands of that Texas offense with all the playmakers that they've got, obviously with Quinn Ewers at quarterback and then Bijan Robinson is such a you know such a good running back as we've you know come to see over these last several years. And you know, they got guys like Xavier Worthy who out on the edge. As long as I mean, anytime you can keep the ball out of those guys' hands, like you have to do it, you know. But again, you gotta be able to run the football. And right now, you know, as long as we don't know how healthy Jirel Brock is, we don't know if Cartavius Norton's going to be healthy. We haven't seen Deion Silas or Eli Sanders be able to give you what you need out of the running game. I mean, I think you would hope that if Jirel is back at full strength, because when Jirel's been healthy, he's ran the ball well. Yeah, he has. You know, yeah, it no just doubt. is, it, it, he's just been, he's been beat up and uh, it'll be interesting to see. You know, it sounds like maybe Cartavius is getting closer to being uh, being ready to go. Maybe we'll get more of an idea of, of the kind of player he is. We know they really don't want to redshirt him or anything like that. They think he's a really good player. Doesn't it feel like ready. he may get the start on Saturday? I was just going to say, this seems like the type of... The way Matt Campbell was talking the other day, it would not surprise me if this is the Cartavius-Norton game. That, that was how I felt, too, when I watched that press conference. Yeah. It's like, okay, he probably could have played last week. Brock gets dinged up again. He's your primary guy. Uh, that I have no information on that. By the way, I'm going off because they you everybody knows they don't tell anybody right. anything about injuries. But man, it, it the language Matt Campbell was using and just the cadence and yeah. everything when he when he asked about was asked about Cartevius Norton. That was my thought when he was asked about the red shirting and how emphatically he said no. Yeah, we're not doing that. That told me right there. It's like, one, OK, one, they know they got a really good player on their hands and it's like there's no point in redshirting him. Uh, but two, it just I, I think they realize that they need him. You know, they need him to be out there on the field. It will be interesting to see if uh, if they're in a situation where Colby Reader can't play, who would fill in for him? 
the true freshman Will McLaughlin played quite a bit the other day. The the Harlan. Cyclone. I like him a lot. I think he's going to be a really good player. I do too. And they they put him in number twenty three. You know they're not giving him number tw- <laughs> number twenty three if they don't think he's a good player yeah. after the guy who's been wearing that for the last four years. Pride of the Hawkeye ten baby. All right, um, let's do some basketball. Yeah, we'll we'll do, we'll do more football. So that Otzelberger had his media day on Wednesday. And the number one story is who's going to play point guard for Iowa State, considering the brutal news that was dropped on everybody last week on Friday that Jeremiah Williams will be out this year with a torn Achilles tendon. Williams, of course, comes from Temple, where he's been a starter in the American for a couple of years. That I mean, that, that that's the biggest thing. Like Before you talk about points per game, all that stuff, you're losing a, a grown man mm-hmm. who started in big boy basketball for multiple years. And that's a tough thing. It's obviously really unfortunate for him just because now to get this opportunity to play at the power five level, he was banged up all summer, you know, and then finally gets back to full, full strength and then gets hurt, hurt again right away. I mean, that's just like, that's horrible. Luck, yeah, dude. That's horrible. But uh, now you're in a position where, I mean, realistically, you're going to have a true freshman starter as your point guard again for the second consecutive year. And, you know, I think you do have to feel, I don't know if you feel better about it than what you did with with Tyrese Hunter last year. But I think that when you've got two guys like what you have with Taman, uh, Taman Lipsy, and then when you look at what you can get with Eli King, too, you could feel a little bit better because it doesn't seem like all of the pressure has to be on their shoulders. One in one individual's shoulders to be the point guard. They can kind of share that, you know, and I think both guys bring some different things to to the table. I'm telling you right now. And I've, I've been trying to tell people this for quite a while. I think that Taman Lipsy is going to be a guy that by the end of the season, you sit there and you say, it's hard to take that guy off the floor because he goes out there and he helps you win, you know? And I, that's just me based on, I've watched him play a lot of high yeah, school basketball. Liked him in high school. I watched him play a lot of high school ball. And every time I walked away, you know, there's a lot of guys in high school ball that especially that are as highly rated of recruits as what he is, who have gotten as much exposure as what he did for, for so many years they show up every night and they say, I'm here to drop 25 and to show everybody how much better I am than them. Taman Lipsy showed up every night to win and he didn't care about points. He said, if it means that I'm going to score six points, but I'm going to have 12 assists and eight rebounds, then cool. And five steals, four steals, whatever it is. He just goes out there and they, and he wins. And that was what, you know, I, I talked to Gabe Kalsher. I talked to Jaron Holmes. I talked to jazz. I was talking, I wanted to talk to these veterans to get an idea of like, what do these guys bring to the table? You yeah, know? Yeah. And I told all of them, I was like, this is what I've seen from this kid. Do you see that? Is that what's coming through in practice? And right away, all of them, that's exactly it. They're like, he, he gets on the floor. He's diving after the ball. He's just a menace on defense and he plays really hard and he doesn't care to score. He's like, I'm going to come out here and I'm not going to score 25, but I'm going to get Gabe Kalsher 25. I'm going to get Jaron Holmes 25. I'm going to get Oshun, you know, 25, you know, and that's where I think it'll be a little bit different where he is a pure floor general. I don't think Taman Lipsy's ever going to average 15 points a game in his Iowa State career. But Taman Lipsy is the kind of guy that when by the time his career at Iowa State's going to be done, you can sit there and be like, man. That guy showed up every day and gave it, gave his team a chance to win because of how hard he played. Well, the biggest, the number one word I would use to describe Lipsy, which is why I know, um, which why I understand why TJ's probably put him in that spot is TJ values maturity so much. Mm-hmm. He just wants guys he can trust, and I think that he has that type of faith in Tame and Lipsy, where it's like, hey, don't 
don't shoot it unless you're wide freaking right, open, right. right? Like he's just we're not. not yeah, a, it's not who he is. Yeah. He, that's what I appreciate about TJ is he's not going to ask someone to be who they're not. He's not going to put people in bad situations. You know, he's going to make sure that Taman Lipsy's not going out there thinking that he has to go and do those things. You know, it's like you go and be you. If yeah. you we're going to give you confidence to go and be you. If you have the confidence to go and be you, you're going to go and play well because we know you're a good player. You know. And that was even, I thought it was a, you know, I had a good conversation with Caleb Grill where, you know, I just asked him what he'd been working on through the summer, what he, where he felt like he'd made the most growth. And he started talking about the mental aspects of his game and how in the past, you know, obviously we all know what Caleb has been like in his, in his career where he's, he's streaky, you know, and he'll have a game where he plays really well. And then he'll have two games where he plays terribly, you know, and it was him talking about how in the past, he has gotten so deep inside his own head where when he doesn't shoot the ball well, he's like, okay, well, now I got to go to the gym more. I got to go to the gym more. I got to go to the gym more. More shots, more shots, more shots. And he's like, he's like, I've started to understand that sometimes more shots, putting more pressure on yourself isn't going to be what you need. It's about having confidence in yourself, having confidence in the work you've done, and then trusting your work to be able to go out there and put it on the floor and do it consistently. You know, And that was, I felt like that was that seemed like a major step forward for Caleb just to have that conversation and some, have some of that self-recognition, self-awareness of yeah. knowing where he needed to grow. And Gabe kind of said some of the same things about his game. Cause it's the same kind of thing. Is that Gabe Kalsher that we saw in March? I mean, to expect that every game is clearly unrealistic, but he was really effective with that mid range, you know, and if he could kind of do that year round, he, he could be a potential all big 12 type guy, but do you trust him to do that? I think you saw I think the thing that I liked about what you saw from Gabe, especially in that Wisconsin game was the way he played downhill. Gabe is at his best when yeah. he's not being a stand and three shoot three point shooter. Cause that's just not what he is. You know, he's, he's been in college for four years and his, he had one good year where he shot the ball really well. And he's the kind of guy that like, yeah, if he's wide open, you want him to shoot a three, you know, but otherwise you want him attacking the rim. You want him working, getting into his pull up dribble or his dribble pull up game. You know, you want him uh, getting into situations where he can create for other people. And, you know, he's not going to be he's not a point guard by any means. But I think that if you can get him into scenarios where he can play similar to what Isaiah Brockington did last year, where you're it's attack mode. Yeah, it's not let the game. I mean, yes, let the game come to me. But it's like it's be aggressive. That's why I loved it, how he played in that game so much. And you could tell he might not ever admit this. Maybe he will in the future. It was personal. That game was personal. Yeah, it seems you know? like it. And it if did. he can channel that somehow into being like every night, I need to be that guy, then yeah, he absolutely could be an all-Big 12 player. And uh, man, it was crazy though. I just was looking at the all-Big 12 team that came out uh, on Wednesday. And yeah. man. It's loaded. This it? league is crazy, dude. It is, it's going to be so good. It, and, and there's it, people on the honorable mention all-Big 12 preseason team that would be first team all league in a lot of leagues in the country. Well, it's a little bit like football too. And now football is like a dumbed down version of the basketball league. The basketball league is the best in the country. Yeah. But in what makes big 12 football so interesting this year is there's no bad team. Yeah. Like literally the 10th team can beat the best team and it's not that far fetched to uh, otherwise that's every night. There's really no Kansas state this year, right? What do you, 
What's your uh, read on? I don't know. I think Kansas State might be Kansas State. But this they year. took all yeah. those dudes though. Like who? who? A bunch of the transfer guys. Let me. Uh, they did take a bunch. I mean, they didn't even have a full roster like halfway through the month of August. So unless something had changed, but they, they have guys that could at least like put the. Well, I think Jerome Tang's a good coach. Like, I, I, do too. I, I think like, the reality I, is eventually. So you have be, them as a clear ten. I'm out on Kansas State because okay. uh, well, you're they, Bruce fired my Bruce, they fired Bruce Weber. So <laughs> but I'm my ne- point I'm is, Tang Kansas seems State. like a guy to me where he's he's gonna go for it. Yeah, yeah. When well, I think you give him a year. They're, they'll start recruiting really well at the high school level because that's what he's always been so good at. I'm sure they'll get some transfers and things like that. But I think there's a reality that at Kansas State, you have to be. When did Bruce Weber have his best teams? It was when he would get a crew together and he'd keep them for four years. And then by the time, you know, their first year might be a little rough. The second year is a little better. The third year, you're kind of starting to see, oh, yeah, these guys are pretty good. And then the fourth year, they're contending to win the league. You know? So you think they're a clear 10? I think that they've got to be the clear 10. So other than that, so we'll put Iowa State at nine just for conversation. Yeah. Um, one through nine is going to be a, cause Iowa state at nine, that's probably where I would put them. And I think like, and, and that's where I was going to say, R- right? one through nine, you could sit there and make a case for yeah, every single I, I one of them so, to be in the, in the tournament. That's my point. I guess I don't know enough about West Virginia. Yeah. I mean, they, they did lose. TCU's stacked. They lost bridges, you know? So it's like, they might not be that good. I don't know. They were kind of up and down last year. TCU, I think, is going to win the league. Yeah, they're they would be. They're my point being, they're like usually the one that you would be like, oh, where where are they at towards the bottom? And they're not. They're Jamie Dixon has done oh phenomenal job. He's they a were, miracle worker. Dude. Well, they were the doormat. They, yeah, do you remember the Melvin Edgem thirty six point or how many forty eight forty eight whatever yeah. he scored yeah. that yeah, game he scored fifty when, yeah. t- when, t- when our guy uh, Trent Johnson uh, oh man win- winless in the year at that league. Yeah, but and yeah. that's that's what I'm saying. Like Jamie Dixon, that team is going to be so good, dude. Mike Miles was the preseason Big 12 player of the year. I mean, I, you bring back Emmanuel Miller. It you, feels like Iowa State, Eddie so the, the front-line guys yeah. are substantially better. That's where I think that this team has got a chance to really take a step forward is, you know, I asked Jazz, because obviously Jazz, we think last year, Jazz is playing the four. He's banging around. Sometimes I have to play five. You know, I asked him, what are those battles in the paint been like? And he kind of starts laughing. He smiles at yeah, a good part about bringing in these other guys. I don't got a battle down there anymore, you know? And I was like, oh, yeah. man, okay. Okay, so that's how we feel about it. We don't even have to think Jazz is going to be battling down there. You Sounds know, like but. Ward from VCU has been really good. Yeah, uh, I, I mean. Asun is a monster. And and when you see, with that no middle defense, when you've seen it go from being, I mean, obviously they were elite already last year. They're fifth in the country in defensive adjust. Uh, oh, it's getting to be offensive. Ken Palm season. But, Start looking at that every day. But when you look at what, when a team can have, play that way and have those guards who are so good, that are so good at guarding the perimeter. And obviously did such a great job of defending three-pointers last year. But everybody knew the one weakness was that if you could get to the rim on Iowa State, you were going to score. And that's why teams like Texas Tech could give them so much trouble because every guy on that team can get to the rim, you know. But when you have elite rim protectors who can really do a good job of taking away the paint, that defense goes to a whole nother level. And if Iowa State can funnel those guys, funnel people into Oshun, into Hassan, into a guy like Trey King who's going to be eligible at, at semester. That sucks. It'd be nice to have him yeah. for Portland. Yeah, I think I think there's going to be some interesting lineup combinations that they can go to where you've got six foot ten, seven foot Oshun. They are going to be the biggest pain in the ass to play against. Yeah. And in any fan who's listening, if you were getting infuriated with the offense last year, just brace yourself. There might be some totals, (laughs) some some game totals. 
that will be lower than some football games. It's going this year. to be disgusting. Yeah, it, it's I, going to be just. I'm just telling you, don't get mad. Prepare yourself now because they don't. That's just the way that they're going to have to play. And 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 you, I think with the talent that's coming in, and even you look at the freshmen now, like with King, and I think Watson's going to be really good. Yeah, he's just going to need some time. I thought it was interesting they had him listed as a guard on the roster. At six did, foot six, did you stand 200 next pounds. to him? Yeah, me and him are basically the same height. He's yeah. a he's a good looking kid. Yeah, he, he's going to be a really good player. And I, and I thought it was funny. TJ even talked about. It. He's like, I think he's still learning how good he can be and how he can use his gifts. Yeah. How long? He, I mean, he's so long. You know, uh, I do have a player a, a comparison. I think I was going to throw this out there to Tame and Lipsy for Tame and Lipsy with you. Okay, Aaron Kraft. <laughs> I love it. Aaron Kraft, you know, by yeah. the time he was a senior, was I obviously a really good player. But I'm saying a guy that the other schools are going to hate that he's oh. there for four years because yeah. he's just annoying, you know, and is well, such plays a so hard. Yeah, he plays so hard. Yeah. He's in the right spots. He just is really getting after you. And he does. And then on offense, he's not anything special, but he just makes the right play. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think I think that right. that was what I was kind of thinking about today. I was like, man, I don't know. I feel like there's some comparison here. To be I'm made. I'm a, I'm the uh, official card carrying member of the Eli King. Uh, I asked fan Eli, club. I'm I, looking forward to watching him a lot. I asked him if he dunked on anybody yet during the preseason. He said he, he said he's been dunking, but he hasn't dunked on anybody yet. <laughs> he, and so that's probably good. You well, don't want your teammates to lose any confidence. Uh, you're part of the group too. Us small town boys have to stick together. But I I think he's got a lot of potential. I don't know if he's ready it would I mean there's not many true freshmen that are ready to be a point guard in the big 12 but it sounds to me like between Holmes mm -hmm. King and of course Lipsy leading the way and like, then Gabe I mean I, yeah I, Gabe you, you don't want Gabe to play you don't want yeah. probably Gabe to play point guard I think we've seen that that the more the, <laughs> he's got the ball in his hands in some of those scenarios the you know yeah. the, the worse that those things can go they can kind of start to snowball on you but I think at the end of the day like you've got enough guys you can feel comfortable with the ball in their hands. Caleb Grill, another one. Like he's not a point guard, but it's he, like if you need someone to bring the ball down the floor for you, you know that Caleb can handle it. He played know? it for an entire year in the Mountain West. Yeah, which and it's different. But I, and they weren't very good. And but I, he has experience. I think too, you're going to see this be a team that's going to try and play a lot faster. From what I was able to gather from what TJ said, where they're last year they would force turnovers, but they didn't get out and run off of them. They didn't often. score off. Of them. No, I think that this team, if they can force turnovers, if they can, and then they're going to really try and crash, crash the glass. Cause I think they feel like they've got a good advantage there too, where, you know, Demarion was someone that he pointed out. It's like, he's a really good offensive rebounder. Uh, Oshun, Hassan, both guys that can put a lot of pressure on people because of how they play above the rim. Another guy that TJ had a lot of good things to say about, my boy Bob Jones. I, I heard it sounds that. like Robert Jones has made some significant strides during this. And I'll tell you right now, I, I, I talked. I've heard he's pushing to start. I talked to Robert a little bit. Got a little swagger now, man. Hey, is he's got a little confidence. I've heard he's pushing to start. Now I've also heard that all of those frontline guys are going to be interchangeable. They're, yeah. It's not. And then they may change the start like that. But I've heard Jones like has been a very nice surprise and is a guy whose energy they love and like he's contagious. Everybody on the team loves him. You reward a guy like that. Now he probably won't play as much as Oshun or, you know, a yeah. lot of those guys, but I don't think, I thought this was a deal where Robert Jones would probably not play much. Yeah. I mean, I thought that there'd be a chance that he would, that he would leave. Like look at what's yeah, happening and see the writing on the wall. Instead, he saw it as a challenge. 
Yeah, and I appreciate which is, which I appreciate. That, I got to know. hang out with him and Kalsher. I did an event with them for Cellular Advantage for Cycling yeah. Fanatic a couple of weeks ago, and I sat and talked to Robert for an hour. And what a neat guy! He strikes he's me really, really cool. He strikes me as the kind of guy that, like, when he's not playing basketball, he goes to campus and like lays out on the grass and, oh, yeah. and reads a book <laughs> by the Campanile. You know. It just like lays there and chills. He's just a, he's a chill guy, but then the second you get him on the court, he's kind of a I don't know, he's kind of a wild card, you know. I could see that. All right. Um good stuff. Hoop season just around the corner. You're gonna it's be coming. in Kansas City next week. Yep. Big twelve. That's that used to be like my favorite event to to cover. I used it's easy because it's it's just one day, you get it all done, but we got the women too. You're gonna be at the women's, right? Yes, I will. I'm gonna be I'm gonna see your boy the commish. You yeah. want me to ask him any any NASCAR questions or ask him anything about Jay Z? It's all I'm all Rock Nation when I'm with him. We yeah. we got the NASCAR out of the way early. I, I would uh, I would encourage the Big Twelve to lay low on the hey we want to we want to be big in New York thing. Yeah, but that's that, uh, that's been kind of a tough look. That I was think. a little bit of a swing and a miss for me for the new commission. He but. was on. Uh, I saw he was on Get Up with Mike Greenberg this morning. Oh, uh, was I he? wonder if they got the commission on there with Stephen A. I hope I hope so on first take. Like it's just so weird and like whatever. Like, I mean, it's cool. Yeah, make an attempt. I, I guess. Like what is I, I, again? I didn't see it. But like, what is Mike Greenberg? They did they ever talk about Big Twelve football? Or? Probably not. No, probably not. But I, I don't know. I I do. I'm interested to hear what he'll have to say now that some of the well, you know, he, every time he speaks, he makes news. I thought it was. I I do think it's kind of weird that they're having him speak at the women's media day. But maybe they just know that there will be. Maybe they're well. They're probably trying to on. probably trying to keep more people there. Yeah, that's the second day, right? No, it's the first day. Oh. It's, his is the first thing. It's like twelve thirty in right. the morning or twelve thirty in the and afternoon Tuesday. on Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well. So who knows? Maybe there'll be some news breaking next Tuesday at twelve thirty. All right. Um, picks with Tim Mullen, Brent Bloom, Nebraska Furniture Mart. That's all coming up next here on Cyclone Fanatic Radio, Des Moines Sports Station, one hundred six point three KXNO. Hi, Cyclone fans. This is Dr. Brian Warmy, orthopedic sports medicine surgeon at McFarland Clinic. I really enjoy working with athletes of all ages, including the football team here in town. My colleague, Dr. Greenwald, and I provide specialized orthopedic care to patients of all ages, including sports injury evaluation, treatment, arthroscopic surgery, stem cells, and other biologics. Come see me in Ames for your sports injury needs, and don't let your injury keep you out of your game. Learn more at McFarlandSportsMedicine.com. Go Cyclones. Many people are still working remotely, but a lot are gradually returning to their office, and that workplace has changed forever. Fortunately, dressing well for work has not. Mr. B and Clive has a great variety of different clothing options depending on your personal situation. Whether it's a traditional suit and tie or a casual pant and golf shirt for a Zoom call, we have what you need. Come see for yourself at Mr. B Clothing on 86th Street in Clive. Hey guys, it's Williams here for the Iowa Clinic and the Iowa Clinic Men's Center. This is not just a standard like, oh, I'm going to endorse the Iowa Clinic. No, this is real. I've gone to the Iowa Clinic now for, well, basically since I moved up here. So we're pushing a decade now. Dr. Nicholson in Ankeny is my go-to guy. But I've also had other stuff, you know, specialists I have to go to, all that stuff. And you know why I need to go see the specialist? Because I'm a man and I go to the doctor because I want to be there for my two little girls. I want to be able to walk them down the aisle. I want to be there to hold their babies and be a grandpa someday. Be a man. Go to the doctor. iowaclinic.com. 
Tell them that Chris Williams and Cyclone Fanatics sent you their way. Hey, y'all, Brent Bloom here. Let me tell you about my friends at Nebraska Furniture Martin Clive. They have a giant new store that they opened up about a year and a half ago. They're in West Clive, right near the Waukee border, my old stomping grounds. And they can help you out with any of your needs. In fact, with a larger warehouse now, a larger selection, they have many items right there at the store. In fact, my mom just needed some new appliances recently. It was an easy call to make. Told her to call Tim Mullen and the guys and gals over at Nebraska Furniture Martin Clive. And always ask for the price match. They'll help you out. There's something competing out there. Check out our Cyclone Fanatic friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart in Clive. Hey, Cyclone fans, it's Chris Williams. You've heard our friends from the Iowa pork producers. They've been coming on here for the last couple of years. I've been telling you guys about them. I've had the great opportunity to meet so many of our state's great pork producers over the last couple of years, and I've learned so much. One thing specifically, I didn't really know this before. I guess I probably should have, but these pigs are raised in environmentally controlled barns that helps farmers care for the pigs they protect the pigs from extreme temperatures predators you know all that stuff it is so high tech some of the stuff that our great pork producers are doing and they're doing it all to feed our world and and don't forget about this so you can have some of that delicious iowa pork at your tailgates coming up this fall from everyone at cyclone fanatic i'm chris williams saying thank you to our state's great pork producers the cyclone fanatic podcast network is now fueled by the mississippi river distilling company it is located in Leclerc, iowa and owned by cyclones in fact one of them even used to be Cy. people ask us all the time how can they help out at cyclone fanatic well Here's a way. You can pick up a delicious bottle of Cody Road bourbon or the very popular Iowish cream liqueur. Cyclone Fanatic is proud to be fueled by Cody Road. So cheers to our friends at the Mississippi River Distilling Company. And go Cyclones. Welcome back. Cyclone Fanatic Radio here on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. As promised, when I make a promise, we deliver here on Cyclone Fanatic Radio Tim Mullen and Brent Bloom join me here for segment number two. We will shift gears and talk some football. Uh, Bloom, we did a little basketball in that first segment with the media days. What an interesting year. Yeah, it'll be uh, coming off a Sweet 16. My warning was that if you are one of those people who gets really ticked off because they don't score a lot of points, you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why, because it's going to be another long year. A lot of, year. A lot of it, defense, baby. It's embrace, like, embrace like the ugly. lighter at Iowa bad? Or no, no. I, they're going to try and it's, it's actually more just like checking. Ference at Iowa, okay. where you have an elite defense and you just don't play much offense. But <laughs> but honestly, though, more kind of by design, though, because they – but it's – you know how they played last year. Yeah, yeah. It'll be like that, the just kind of, kind of on crack. Yeah. I think – I think we're underselling Jaron Holmes a little bit. Okay. I think he I can hope, score. I, hope I think he right. can score a little bit. I hope you're right. I'll eat crow. I think that Iowa State's going to win a lot of games in the 50s, but that's okay. That, that too. I, it'll be fun. How think, are you, Tim? Well, I'm good, but just to be clear, I mean, Bloom's wearing an Orlando Magic sweatshirt. Yeah, so I've, I've yeah, dealt yeah. with a lot. Ever the optimist is. He is a uh, he's a masochist. <laughs> oh my hey, God, NBA starts optimist, next week. I can't slash wait. Masochist. I got my I, like I talked about. I got my big screen. Yeah, league pass ready to go next week. Yeah, yeah. NBA season. I love the NBA. Don't get me wrong. I'm one a, of 19 a NBA fan. fans in Iowa, right here. I'm one of them with you. Okay, I'm one of them. Chris with is you. like a half. That. He's like a quarter. 
Do you have a team? No, Chris? I'm a Bulls fan. You, but like, I'm a. You leg- know, Jordan's gone, right? Yeah, and I've stuck with them. I I quit. I quit being a Bulls fan for one year after they fired Fred. This is the funniest. We're past the statue here, so I can tell this story. Yeah, right? it's, it's been, been seven years. I yeah. was going to stay with Fred okay. one weekend. Yeah. And he texted me on a Thursday morning that he had gotten fired. We were leaving on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> and he's really nice about it. Oh, he was, he, was like, he, he, like, actually, he, bad. he actually says to me, hey, I can still get you those tickets, though, if you want <laughs> <laughs> Is is the most Fred Hoiberg thing ever? As coach emeritus, I can I was, still get you. They had a doubleheader. We were going on Friday That's, and Saturday. This. That was funny. We had a we had had it planned out for like three months, and then I'm like, yeah, you know what, Fred, I don't want to support him anymore, and I quit the team for a year. Yeah, and then they hired Billy Donovan, whom I really like. Yeah, he's a good coach, and I it's just. I've been a Bulls. That's the only NBA team I've ever rooted for. I get that in my life. I can't go to another team. You got so, a couple years hey, on you. I got but a couple years. I watch all the Iowa State guys, so it's fun. Like this year, yeah. I'll watch the Wizards. I watch the 76ers. Yep. Like I, wherever Tyrese is. Like I, I love watching the Iowa State guys. Humor me, then. Can you guys name four Magic players? I can't um, name Mo, uh, Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba. I can't um, name Ah. Uh. You just got um, the kid from Zags. Kid from Zags. Chet Holmgren? That's two years ago. Yeah. Suggs? Yeah, Suggs. I'll allow it. Yeah, Suggs. Uh, I'll yeah. allow Suggs. it. We got two. Terrell Suggs, linebacker? Uh, uh, who's the guy oh, that no. gave us COVID? He's not there anymore. Okay. <laughs> you ever heard that story? <laughs> no. So the number one draft pick, Check. I'll, I'll give you the number one draft pick, Paolo ben- Bencaro. Okay. Oh, yeah, Bencaro. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, do, we want, do we get a four? Do they have the uh, Aaron Gordon? Nope. He's now with the Nuggets. Okay. Is McGrady still there? I think he's Shaq. in the Hall of Fame. Shaq. Okay, well, Penny good, Hardaway. Effort. good effort, everybody. The, the last, so we always end up going to a Magic game because Iowa State always is in Orlando some for reason. some reason. Well, that and you get tickets on the corner for a five bucks. In the in the Magic arena, they'd still just have Penny and Shaq stuff everywhere. Oh my God. That's what you're buying. Are you kidding? Why wouldn't you? You're not yeah. buying a you're not buying a Franz Wagner jersey. That's they have both Wagner. They got both the Wagner. They have both Wagner. I knew. Some European guy from the Big Ten. That's yeah. what I was missing. But anyways, Tim, what's going on at Nebraska Furniture Mart? Guys, I, I'm telling you what, it's the holiday spooky? season. Yeah, it's the holiday season. We're getting near Halloween. I mean, again, we got lots of deals on everything you're looking for from appliances to flooring to countertops to window treatments to electronics, smalls and all that. And come get your big TVs. Hook us up with the financing. But guys, what we love doing more than anything is giving back to the community and having fun with everybody. We've got it. it we're, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pump this again next week, okay? But we do really good at this. We have what we call our Halloween Spectacular. Yes. Uh, it's on Saturday. F- is uh, it the Spectacular or Spooktacular? You know what? I appreciate you picking me up there because it is actually called the Spooktacular. Yeah, I get it right. Gosh, you're good at this. Yeah. Saturday, the 29th. I'm a, I'm a promoter. 10 to 3. And I'm telling you what, I, I got this crew out there. It's what date it, is that again? It's October 29th, Saturday, 29th, from 10 okay. to 3. Yeah, all right. Yep. All right. And you know, when you got all these things going on in the world, come see us inside, enjoy it. And I'm telling you, I got this crew out there. It's Megan, it's Crystal, it's Jake, and they're my merchandising marketing team, and they love these events. They're phenomenal at it. And I'm telling you what. I walk by their office and they're just getting so excited about this stuff for the kids. It's literally everything I hear about that the kids. Crystal's just completely out of control with her well, enthusiasm. It, it gets it gets a bit awkward sometimes. I mean, but have you oh. met her husband? I don't know. <laughs> I've known yeah. him for way too long. Yeah. <laughs> He's the least enthusiastic human I've ever met. But he loves the magic. He does. 
He, lo- he, he loves the Wagners. He loves the Wagners. But I'm telling you, we do events great at Nebraska cool Furniture Mart. Hey, real quick. And take care of the kids. Bring them out and have a good time. Are we day. doing are the reindeer coming this year? That's to be told. I don't it's know. It's December, you're, bro. Dude, you're like <laughs> two months ahead of time. Like two I'm holidays ahead, man. Big reindeer guy here. I don't know we how will, we don't do that again. I, I was we shocked. will be at the spooktacular. I can promise you that. But now, like, I'm just I'm looking ahead. I have to plan Look, ahead. When when Megan came to me, she goes, "We need to figure out how to corral reindeer." And I was like, "That's cute." What, what did you get? And she's like, "No, we no, got rain, reindeer." reindeer. I mean, our events team is phenomenal. They just do a great job. Of this, but All right. they pour their heart into it. Come on out and see us. You know, bring the kids out. Nice, warm, safe environment. 10 to 3 on October 29th. Again, I'll bring it up again next week because it's coming sooner than you think. But we're going to have deals on TVs and everything and all that stuff. But come out and bring your kids. Have a great time. Give me one of them sound bars while I'm out there. They're phenomenal, yeah. Those hey. events are great because they. it's not just... They've got stuff for everybody. Yeah, like it's not just for the kids. Absolutely, some, some hot chocolate, some coffee, some yeah, all yeah. the good stuff. So and it's free. We all it sucked is. last week. Is that no on the, on the no, picks? Buddy. No, that's not really how it went. Um, tell the people. Uh, Brent went five and zero. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Yeah, well, CW yeah. went four and one. That's not bad. I'll take that. I went two and three. Ouch. So what are the standings? Uh, Bloom and I are two tied at seventeen and thirteen, and C Dub's one game back at sixteen and fourteen. We are all good this year. Clearly above the Mendoza, two games at worst for you, uh, C Dub. We're right back up there. Let's go. We, I feel. You know, I feel like I have a good grasp on things now. Uh, yeah. Well, I I do That's think there's some trickery that happens because people get overconfident in how good and bad teams are yes. in the non-con. That's a yeah. Fact. I, think, I mean, Bloom Bloom got us on Notre Dame. I mean, that was the game he got us and, on. And, and uh, how good was I on Oklahoma last week? Yeah. Well, yeah. No, actually, I'm. That was wow. Mm-hmm. Was that not? That was mm-hmm. just sad. Well, Quinn York's guy's not Quinn bad. Yorks. Well, it turns out he's not bad, but just maybe Oklahoma's. And wait till we really talk. Pretty horrible. Yeah. No, we're going to talk about it this week, guys. Yeah, let's, let's hit these let's games. Let's okay. talk them out. What we're going to start out with is the top twenty-five tilt. It's in uh, the Southern Conference, the Southeastern Conference, if you will. We're number oh, three. I thought there was like a real okay. Southern Conference no. that I wasn't aware. Of. Like the Sun Belt or down south. Okay. And number three, Alabama, guys. A seven-point favorite at number six, Tennessee. I'm going to start with this. Okay. Okay. I love this game. I, I, I love it as well, um, and, and I'm curious if it's for the same reasons, but I watched Tennessee play these last couple of games. That's a real good team. And, and I'm telling you this, Bryce Young, I think, is probably out again. Uh, they haven't declared either way, but uh, I, I think that's possible at this possible. point. But regardless, I think Tennessee at home is – this is – the most rambunctious that stadium is going to have been in maybe a decade. Maybe. No, probably longer than that. It's possible. Yeah. I love Tennessee here. I'm going to go with the balls at home getting seven points. Bloom, what are you doing here? See, see that? Now, see, you're, you're falling to the trap. Uh, it's the trap? Yep. Okay. Yep, Tennessee's not there yet. Now, the Bryce Young factor, keep an eye on it. Don't touch this game if he's not playing. <laughs> If he is playing, I love I love Bama by two touchdowns here. Wow. If Bryce Young So are you on Bama either way? Bama either way. Okay. If Bryce Young isn't playing, I would pound Tennessee money line. Okay. Honestly. Like I, I would I'll alone take the points. Well, I mean I'll take in the contest though. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I'm gonna assume he's playing. Okay. And I will 
Tennessee can't stop Alabama. I will take Alabama, but I think Tennessee can keep up with Alabama. Maybe. Hendon Hooker yeah, I, is the Heisman uh, frontrunner right now. If if I'm given any sort of advice, which don't take my advice on gambling. Please don't. Mm-hmm. Just don't bet on this on game and sit back and watch it. No, I can't <laughs> wait for this game. Yeah, I just, like, I will take Alabama. Be, if the, I'll say this. If you would have given me seven and a half, I would have taken. Yeah, I would have taken Tennessee. Probably that's how little of confidence I have on this. Thank you. Shout out to my buddy Alex Golish, who is on the Tennessee coaching staff, Offensive a Matt Campbell coordinate. guy. Yeah, yep, and he's down there kicking ass and a really good buddy of mine. And good for him. So I'm I'm kind of a closet Tennessee guy this year. I just think them. it's cool to see Tennessee kind of back. And I know what you're yeah. saying, Bloomer. They're not. They're not there yet. They're not all the way back. But I thought they were kind of back last year. No, they I mean, got honestly, they got some guys. No, I just don't think guys. they have. I, I don't think they have enough guys. Yeah, I, but no Bryce Young. You feel better about it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. No Bryce Young. I think it's like thirty-one twenty-eight. Somebody. Yeah. But if it's Bryce Young, it's Tennessee it's, wins the game if Bryce Young doesn't play. I'll say that right if now. If Bryce Young does play, okay. Caveat: thirty-seven. Bama almost lost to AM. Yeah. Thirty-seven twenty-one. Bama. If Bryce Young plays. Okay. Gentlemen, next game, uh, the trash John. Harbaugh, or Jim Harbaugh, excuse me, at Michigan, number five ranked. Seven-point favorites at home versus Penn State. What do you got, C-Dub? I'll, I'll take the points. I'll, yeah. I'll take what Penn, Penn State. State done? I'll take the points here. I mean, you have a veteran quarterback. I know it's Sean Clifford. No, not. He's fine. Um, <laughs> he's, like, he's a guy. <laughs> he has an arm. He has an arm. I guess he I throws would, it. I would make, I would make the argument, what has Michigan done, really? I mean, I know, you're they, right. They haven't really played. Uh, Maryland's a decent team, but that was at home, and it went down to the wire. This is by far the best team Michigan's played. This is a great test. I think yes, Penn State. Huh? I think Penn State's a pretty good team, so I'll take the points. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm not gonna lie. I don't I, know I just, who wins, but I'll take the points here. Give me seven points. I mean, here's my thing: is this is that if you go back and watch, historically speaking, is that I mean, I want to be clear: the Iowa Michigan game doesn't tell you anything other than oh. Iowa has a pretty good defense, and they held one of the top scoring teams in the nation to I think 27 points. Penn State can score. I think they got a pretty good defense. Getting seven points, I love it. Yeah, I think Michigan's in that a bit like, full of themselves like, range right now. I like so. Penn State here. Love what the say un- you love the under. What is okay. it? Fifty two. Love the yeah. under. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I like that. Uh, I'll take Michigan. Yeah, bet you would. At Big uh, chalky uh, favorite guy, Brent Bloom over here. Taking Michigan at home. Not you realize big. Harbaugh's their coach, right? Yeah. Hey, uh, Not big on Clifford. Our buddy joining me in the next segment, Doctor Greenwald's going to be at that game. Eleven o'clock. Wow. Yep. I got the double screen going on for that with Iowa State and Texas on the other. Absolutely. Next game, gentlemen, number 19, Kansas is headed to uh, Stillwater. Uh, or excuse me, uh, Norman, Oklahoma. Ooh, yeah, I got them mixed tough. up there. And the next That's game Don't on bet my this mind. Game. Don't the next it. game is on my mind, yeah. Nine points. <laughs> nine points Oklahoma is favored Do not over bet Kansas. this game, people. This it, what is, I mean, that's crazy, right? <laughs> that, How much disrespect it, for just, Kansas is that? Doesn't it just seem crazy? It, it does, like, right? You got this new quarterback for Kansas. Yeah. Who's in the game, this Jason Bean. Because Jalen's out, right? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's out for yeah. He's supposedly out for the year. I uh, If this game was at seven, I would for sure take Oklahoma. It, I, I'll take Kansas at nine, I guess. Like, All right. This seems like a total trap, and I'm going to regret this one next week. But I have to go by what I've seen. And Oklahoma sucks. So yeah. 
tells me that Kansas probably isn't ready for this spot, like being in Norman like that, but I will take the points. Yeah, I'm just uh, – what you just said. I, I just think this is bigger than what Kansas is ready for. Yeah. And I realize that it's like, oh, the Oklahoma can't be that bad again this week. Oh, no, they can't. Oklahoma – I mean – They're that bad every week right now. But there's a get-right week coming. <laughs> Maybe. I just no, nine so, nine points at home. You're giving me nine points at home. I'm taking Oklahoma. Get you know at the nine points. Similarly, if Gabriel plays, Oklahoma wins by 17. Is he playing? He's gonna play. Okay, just watch it. Like something. Don't touch it until you know yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, he he's a difference maker. Their backup is horrible. Yeah, but he's really good. He can make. I don't go. even think Kansas is good. By the way, I've, I know I've I'm been saying, very clear. I'll, on so this. I'll take again. Okay, I'm chalk, chalking it up here. I'm I'm yeah, rock chalking against the Jayhawks. I'm gonna take over. Yeah, I mean you make a good point on Gabriel, but I won't change my pick because that's a bush league thing to do. You could do that if you like. No, this is a family. Just show. Keep an eye on no. it, everybody. Keep an eye on it. Again, like this is for me. Like don't bet on this game and just sit back right. and enjoy. Let me clear. I said Oklahoma. Unless you get some points, inside information, taking it. But yeah, if it's the two backups, I like Kansas. This guy. If it's Gabriel, then that's a pretty okay. big mismatch. Yeah. This Gentlemen, I, I think this next game is, I think it's the game of the week. Uh, it's number eight, Oklahoma State, headed to TCU. Uh, I'm with you. I, I think, I, man, just this game, I can't wait. I'm, I'm going to sit back and listen to you guys. Four and a half points, TCU at home, number 13 versus OK State. Prognosticate away. Bloom, what do you got here? Yeah, I think the magic carpet ride for TCU comes to an end. Here. Oh, you're going down on my guy, Duggan? Well, that, yep. that sounded bad. But I am you're, 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 awkward. <laughs> I'm going with awkward. I'm going with Gundy. You're going with going with Gundy. The forty year old right? man. How old is the forty year old man now? Is he, so that was 2007. Yeah. Okay, so that was he's right. he's 55. All right, All right. yeah. Uh, okay. I just think they're more well rounded. Yeah, they impressed me last week. I'm not going to lie. I really thought that that might be the game that catches them up. But I'm not going to lie to you. I think TCU is is wound right now, and they have a double attack. And the thing is this, is that I just think with what Max is doing down there, I mean, it is he is clearly a good passer. And if he tucks and runs, you're in trouble. So you got linebackers covering that, trying to protect on that. And I just think it creates a second level where I know it's four and a half, so you're talking a touchdown here, but... If the season ended yeah. right now, would Max Duggan be the highest? He'd be in New York. He has to be. I mean, with what he's doing, the, running and throwing, the, he wouldn't. He has actually. a top quarterback rating in the country. Yeah, well, he would. Hendon, Hendon Hooker. Yeah, it'd be Williams at USC. I would vote Duggan over. Duggan would be in the conversation. Duggan over Williams. Duggan would be in he, the he should be. He probably Bryce Young would still be there. It would, it would I got you no, here. Stroud, it, Stroud would be in the conversation. Hooker, Stroud, and Duggan yeah. would be the three guys. Well, and uh, Taylor for Iowa. Tori Taylor. (laughs) Punting is winning. What's the upside? I will take TCU to win the game. I'll take the four and a half points. TCU wins by three. TCU is the Big 12's best playoff chance right now. I will tell you, when you say that, it reminds me last week a little bit of credit for you. You did say in the Iowa State game that no matter what, it would be a one-point game. Thank you. I mean, you did call that. It was yep. a two-point spread, and you were like, I don't care who. Yeah, I'm not sure. One-point game. But it will be a one-point game. Damn it, was. like, do you think a kicker is going to make the difference? You're like, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Should have. One-point game. Should have been the difference. One-point game. All right. I'll, let, let's, uh, thanks for the segue, Tim. You're welcome, Tim. Uh, gentlemen, last game here. Uh, so Texas woke up last week and went ahead and put a pounding on Oklahoma in the Red River 
shootout, I guess they can't call, call that. It, you can't it, call it, it, it you can't. rivalry. It's a rivalry. rivalry. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, 17-point favorite in Austin is number 22 <sighs> Texas over ISU. I, I'll take Iowa State in the points. I'll come out and say that. I think they shorten the game. I think that you – I mean, the, the one thing that terrifies me is that the defense could be completely gassed after the last few weeks. But I. But they I, haven't played. Yeah. Well, I, true. Maybe mentally. I think that – I think the offense will shorten the game. Like they, The problem is they can't run the ball, so how well will you be able to do that? But 17 points, man. This is a Campbell – Campbell teams play close games. Yeah, I'll take the points. Yeah, I, I, I went to look for some facts on this. And what the interesting thing was is team stats, points scored per game. I mean, Iowa State's doing great. They're top 10 in the nation. Yeah. I bonus. mean, they're phenomenal. Yeah. And and I was like, well, I mean, look at what Texas is doing. Like, how can they hang with and I was like, well, no, they can. They're doing it week in and week out. And they're, they're giving up minimal points. But, I mean, you know, uh, is it Quinn Ewers? I want to make sure I'm saying that yep. right. Is back. I mean, they for what it's worth. I think if they had Quinn Ewers all year, they would be ranked in the top five. I know. And I, like I think, I mean, I watched him the first game like you talked about. Yeah. I mean, man, he was killing it and he gets hurt and they're out. And I just, 17 is a lot of points though. And I got to think to myself, can that defense hold up? And I mean, it's not some abstract thing Texas is going to do. I think Iowa State knows what they're going to do. Is Iowa State going to win this? I, no. I don't think they don't are. Think, yeah. Can they keep it within 17? I think they can. Texas by 16. My thing is this, is think about 49 and nothing against Oklahoma. Iowa State is much better than Oklahoma right now. Yeah. They are. Yeah. They're much better. And are they, you know, 25 points better? I don't know. It's a tough call. I mean, what do you think, Bloom? I want to hear a little more. What do you think? Yeah, so when's the last time Iowa State really got blown out? Gashed? I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think here. It's been a while. Yeah. They haven't been... Iowa State has not been a 17-point dog since they went to Oklahoma and won in 2017. It's yeah. been a while. I mean, they, yeah. generally, Iowa State keeps it close. It's a low-possession game, Chris, as you said. I don't think you want to mess around with Texas giving them 80 plays in this game. I think you try and shorten it up, like you said. I mean, I, I, it's an uphill climb just because the talent level is so good. Iowa State's still a top-10 defense. And, you know, you run into a couple plays on offense, and Texas is not known to be disciplined in games in the past against Iowa State. You know, I'm, I'm loving the points. Take the 17. I'm loving yeah, the points. Yeah, I, I got to ride with you guys here. I mean, there's just really nothing that can tell me otherwise. I mean, they're literally a top 10 defense. I just I don't know how that's not going to be something that matters. Well, no, so. the, the 11 a.m. game helps here. Like, if it was uh, seven, absolutely. Right. Yeah, no hype, no anything. They just came off just, this red. Let's like, just go. Let's go play the game. Yeah. All right, uh, good stuff right there. We'll see how all the picks land this week, and we'll be back next week. We'll uh, come back. I'm going to talk to Dr. Greenwald. Let's l- love it. He's going to Ann Arbor, so we're going to look ahead to that game. Perfect. Come see the Halloween the spooktacular. With your children on October 29th, guys, we'll take care of you right. and your family and all your needs. Tim Mullen, Brent Bloom, I'm Chris Williams. Back after this here on Cyclone Fanatic Radio, Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network is now fueled by the Mississippi River Distilling Company. It is located in Leclerc, Iowa and owned by Cyclones. In fact, one of them even used to be Cy. People ask us all the time, how can they help out at Cyclone Fanatic? Well, here's a way. You can pick up a delicious bottle of Cody Road bourbon or the very popular Iowa's cream liqueur. Cyclone Fanatic is proud to be fueled by Cody Road. So cheers to our friends at the Mississippi River Distilling Company and go Cyclones. 
Gershman Mortgage, the Midwest's premier mortgage lender, is proud to be a part of the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home, a vacation home, if you're going to upgrade or remodel that existing home, you can even refinance your current mortgage. Gershman Mortgage is here to help. With over 60 years in the mortgage industry, we have security, experience, and unmatched service. Visit our Ankeny office. Call 515-964-5952. Visit Gershman.com to get pre-approved today. Gershman Mortgage, NMS. LS number 138063, 1200 Southwest State Street, Suite E, Ankeny, Iowa, 50023, Equal Housing Lender. It's not whether you win or lose, it's whether you serve pork at your tailgating party. Hi, I'm Dave Struthers, and I'm here to remind you that Iowa pig farmers like me work hard year-round so you have safe, wholesome pork for the football season. Whether it's pulled pork sandwiches, ribs, or chops, nothing says tailgating better than pork. This message brought to you by Iowa Pork Producers through the Pork Checkoff. Make your tailgating delicious. Learn more at iowapork.org. Cyclone Fanatic is proud to partner with the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State University. As many business schools across the country are eliminating full-time MBA programs completely or moving them online, the Ivy College of Business is documenting all-time high enrollment for both the MBA and Master of Finance programs. To learn how a master's degree from the Ivy College of Business can boost your career, visit www.ivybusiness.iastate.edu. That's www.ivbusiness.iastate.edu. Go Cyclones! Many people are still working remotely, but a lot are gradually returning to their office, and that workplace has changed forever. Fortunately, dressing well for work has not. Mr. B and Clive has a great variety of different clothing options depending on your personal situation. Whether it's a traditional suit and tie or a casual pant and golf shirt for a Zoom call, we have what you need. Come see for yourself at Mr. B Clothing on 86th Street in Clive. Hey guys, it's Williams here for the Iowa Clinic and the Iowa Clinic Men's Center. This is not just a standard like, oh, I'm going to endorse the Iowa Clinic. No, this is real. I've gone to the Iowa Clinic now for, well, basically since I moved up here. So we're pushing a decade now. Dr. Nicholson in Ankeny is my go-to guy, but I've also had other stuff, you know, specialists I have to go to, all that stuff, and you know why I need to go see the specialist? Because I'm a man, and I go to the doctor because I want to be there for my two little girls, I want to be able to walk them down the aisle, I want to be there to hold their babies and be a grandpa someday. Be a man, go to the doctor, iowaclinic.com, tell them that Chris Williams and Cyclone Fanatic sent you their way. Hey guys, it's Williams here from Cyclone Fanatic on behalf of my friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clyde. They've been a part of the Cyclone Fanatic radio show here Thursday nights on KXNO for a really long time. We're, we're talking like half a decade now. They're great supporters of what we do, and in return, we like to do the same to them. That's why anytime I need any electronics, anything like that, I call my friend Tim Mullen at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive. Not only do I get the best service in town, but they're Cyclone Fanatic supporters, big time. Give our friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive a call today and tell them Cyclone Fanatic sent you. This is Dr. Thomas Greenwald, board-certified orthopedic sports medicine physician. This is my 30th year taking care of Iowa State athletes, and I am a proud supporter of the Cyclones. As an orthopedic surgeon, I specialize in musculoskeletal care for athletes of all ages, from high school to collegiate athletes to adult weekend warriors. Trust McFarland Orthopedic Sports Medicine and my colleague, Dr. Warmy and I, for excellent sports injury care and rehabilitation. Visit us on the web at McFarlandSportsMedicine.com. Go Cyclones! 
All right, guys, welcome back. Cyclone Fanatic Radio here on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNL. Chris Williams wrapping up tonight's program with my main man, Dr. Warmy from the McFarland Clinic up in Ames. He's an orthopedic surgeon. He is one of the guys who you see on the sidelines with the Cyclones each and every week. However, you don't travel to every game, so you, Doc, you're going to Big Ten country this week? What's, what's going on? Yeah, so actually I'm sending – this is Dr. Greenwald. So I'm sending uh, Warmy to Texas, and he's got the game. So we get to alternate on the way games. It's a lot of work to take care of these guys, and we enjoy it. But uh, we got families as well. So my son's ophthalmologist at University of Michigan. So we're going to the big house this weekend to see the Penn State game. So that'll be a lot of fun. That's a, Yeah, that's a battle of top ten teams. Is your – is your son like diehard Michigan? Is he does he root for the Cyclones? How does that family dynamic work? Oh, I my wife and I raised our, our kids well. They're all Cyclone fans, and they're raising our grandkids to be Cyclone fans. So I got Cyclone fans in Nashville and Fort Collins and in Ann Arbor. So uh, awesome. they're young ones, but yeah, our son uh, now he obviously you know we want to see uh, Michigan beat Penn State, but no, he's a Cyclone at heart. Very cool. Well, enjoy that trip. That'll be awesome. Iowa State going into really an iconic venue as well, going down to Texas. Hopefully, Dr. Warmy has a nice and quiet weekend and, and, and doesn't have to do a lot. But it, does it pick up right now, Doc, with the – because you've got fall sports kind of wrapping up. Well, not really in high school, I guess. They're, they're kind of starting to get to tournaments and stuff like that. But then we've – this, like, for me, is, is turning into, like, the busiest time of year where, like, late October through January is an absolute monster because everything's crossing over. Do you guys see that in your world as well? Yeah, I think you're exactly right. So football season's wrapping up a little bit for high school, and I know it's ramping up for the playoff team, but the other, the other teams and those kids that have been kind of banged up, we're starting to see them and then getting those kids on the schedule. And then we're now starting to get, you know, the, the winter sports going. And so we've got some uh, issues there. We're getting kids uh, onto the practice court and, you know, and then football is just right in the middle of the season. I, I know the break, uh, you know, the bye week is, is going to be welcomed. Uh, we got some banged up guys, as you can tell by watching the games that, that could uh, use a, some rest and so we're excited about getting them some rest yep feels like um yeah the 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 bye week you, you always hate it when it comes like in week three iowa state's had a lot of those years but man i feel like this year's team especially could have used one earlier yeah i agree but yeah so but you know, let's say you're on a winning streak and then you're frustrated because, yeah. oh, it's stopping momentum or something. And then it also seems, remember in the past, we would have two bye weeks. And so just the one bye week. So uh, it, it'll be welcomed. Yeah. Um, but hopefully it'd be nice to go down and steal one in Austin uh, like you did two years ago. And then, you know, then you have some momentum as you look to the second half of the season right yeah it's been tough I, I i feel bad for everybody involved in the program because it's uh the these these one point losses man it's just they're they're just so freaking close doc and 
Um, I, I guess that's a it's a reason to be optimistic too, right? For the rest of the year, because you know it's like one play goes another way. They could be five and one right now. Yeah, I I think you're right, and and so you then just think three losses in a row, and yet you realize well how close it was. Well, hopefully they can. Um, Hopefully they can steal one this weekend on the road. And, man, I want you to have a great time in Ann Arbor. I'm, I'm really jealous. The big house is one of the places that I'm, – I'm just a college football geek, so that's one of the places that I've always really wanted to go. Is it is it great? Like, I know you've been there before. Do you Is is it all it's made up to be? Yeah, it's, an, it's a great experience. I would, you put on your list and get there sometime. It, it's, it, it is huge. Now, from the outside – it's built down low, so it doesn't look that big from the outside. But then it is, you know, like there's 74 rows from when you walk in down to the field. Wow. That's, that's you know, so it doesn't look, uh, again, imposing from the outside. But once you get in it, huh. and we were in the end zone last year, and it's just a gorgeous view. Um, and they got some traditions and some, some songs and some, some stuff they do, and it's, it's, it's pretty neat. Very cool. Enjoy your trip, and uh, hopefully the Cyclones can get one for us. You bet. Go Cyclones. Thanks, right. CW. Appreciate Thanks, Doc. you do it, Cyclone Fanatic. Appreciate right. you guys more than you know. Dr. Greenwald from the McFarland Clinic, a longtime sponsor of what we do here on Cyclone Fanatic Radio. All right, uh, that is it. I hope you enjoyed a little basketball conversation to start the program A lot more of that coming in the next couple of months, but we have half of a football season as well. Thank you to Tim Mullen and our friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive for sponsoring the pick segment as well as the program. For Brent Bloom, Jared Stansberry, my name is Chris Williams signing off here on Cyclone Fanatic Radio on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO.